erotica connoisseurs, we've had a Discord makeover. Feel free to join the server. Patreons will have special privileges with the ability to access discrete areas, plus mute and kick participants. The following content is strictly designed for the enjoyment of a mature adult audience. Headphones are recommended as these stories are recorded in left-to-right dimensional stereo. Hello, erotica connoisseurs. This is Avril. And you're listening to all the filthy details, the Erotica Communities Podcast. With so many people involved in making our podcast, we've chopped and changed a lineup several times. And now, we're about to do so again. Meaning going forward, we can expect more Davina, Sam, and now for the first time, Alex. I'd love to tell you more about her. But I think it's more fitting that she does the talking herself. Take it away, Alex. Welcome, erotica connoisseurs, to a brand new episode of All the Filthy Details, the scintillating podcast that takes you on a tantalizing journey through the world of steamy books. I'm Alex, and I couldn't be more thrilled to embark on this passionate adventure with all of you, especially after learning there was a possibility of this podcast being wrapped up for good. Now, before we dive into the sultry tales of sizzling narratives that await us, allow me to introduce myself. I'm a proud bisexual woman who goes by the pronouns she and her. While I don't normally use gender spectrum identifiers, I wholeheartedly support and celebrate the diverse identities and expressions that make our world so beautifully complex. As for who I am sexually, I'm a huge fan of oral sex, both giving and receiving. I don't tend to watch porn, but when I do, I like to watch interracial with massive cocks. I tend to have more relationships with guys who are a lot more open to me exploring my bisexual side with other women without being jealous. I'm more comfortable exploring my sexuality in private, but have no hang-ups talking about my personal life. As an aspiring self-publishing author myself, I've been an ardent fan of this incredible podcast for nearly a year. I love the validation it offers to my erotica writing peers. The voice it has given to so many authors. The way it transports us into captivating worlds of desire, passion, and connection has always fascinated me. And now, as one of the newest team members, I'm both nervous and exhilarated to take the reins and bring my own perspective into the mix. As we embark on this thrilling journey together, I eagerly invite you to join me in exploring a diverse range of steamy books that ignite our senses and challenge our preconceptions. We'll delve into stories that explore the depths of passion, the complexity of relationships, and the power of unbridled desire. I love what Dai has contributed to the podcasting community as a whole, and it's during this difficult time I've come in to help shore up the ship. But here's where you come in, dear listeners. Your feedback and engagement mean the world to me. I'm excited to hear your thoughts, suggestions, and recommendations as we navigate this steamy literary terrain. Let's make this podcast a safe and inclusive space where everyone can embrace their passions and explore the boundaries of desire. That's enough about me. Let's hear more erotica from the team behind this podcast. This is from The Erotic Diary of Emily. Written by Phoenix Fox and Derek Andre. A captivating, dramatic, erotic thriller. Enjoy! 
Literally Lovesick presents The Erotic Diary of Emily Written by Phoenix Fox and Derek Andre Narrated by Vicky Jo Eva Copyright 2023 by Literally Lovesick All rights reserved The story, all names, characters and incidents portrayed in this production are fictitious No identification with actual persons living or deceased, places, buildings and products is intended or should be inferred. Prologue What is it? What gives? I said to Sonia and Helen. They had come over for one of our girls' nights, and since I no longer shared an apartment with the pair, the dynamic had changed between us. I was now their host, and it was my job to keep the drinks coming. They'd asked to use my laptop a few minutes ago, and my curiosity had finally gotten the better of me. Judging by their acute synergy, I suspected the pair were indeed up to something. Abandoning the drinks on the table, I made my way over and frowned in disappointment on discovering what they were doing. They had accessed my boyfriend's Instagram account from the history recorded in my Mac. It was already open when we logged in, Em. Promise. Sonia said, a sheepish look on her face. Helen nudged her with an elbow, and she frowned before continuing. I think you should see this. She pulled my arm until I leaned in closer. Something twisted in my stomach at the idea of snooping on Jude's social media. But if she found something worth the trouble, then why should I resist? She clicked back on his direct messages and found a group chat labelled Wolfpack, and I instantly recognised some of the names. Friends of his. My eyes skimmed over the chat history. The passing comments about the jerk-off at work, about cosmopolitans being more than bitch drinks about the hottest little costume Andy's wife bought to spice things up. Then my gaze fell on Jude's comment, and my heart lurched. Jude's latest message sent white-hot chills down my spine, the ones that felt a lot like betrayal. Em just never wants to try anything new, you know? She's the kind of girl to have the lights off, straight vanilla. Just gets boring. I have needs. Fuck, you know what I mean, right? What the fuck, Jude? I blurted, grabbing my phone to call him up and give him a piece of my mind. I paced as the phone rang and rang out before acknowledging the fact that he was in Australia for his cousin's wedding. The 12-hour time difference meant it was likely that he wouldn't answer anyway. I took a screenshot and started composing a message on the spot frantically typing and deleting what I intended to send to him when I was pulled away from my chain of thoughts. That's not the worst part, Em. Sonia clicked out of the group chat and delved onto another direct message with someone named Cloudbuster. The little icon was just a woman's ass. Pink lace panties and knee-high socks with little clouds took up the whole shot. The drinks I'd already had threatened to come back up as I felt the tears forming, stinging the back of my eyes. Little Miss Buster had been very forthcoming with the photos. A lot of her bare tits, some of her pussy hidden behind thin layers of lace. All were carefully angled to never reveal her face. Even worse were Jude's responses, 
and each message felt like a separate knife to the heart. Fuck, you're so beautiful. I want to feel that sweet pussy wrapped around me. Look how stiff you make me. He'd sent just as many photos of his cock in return. But the last message was somehow the worst of all. I want to see you. I turned away with a scoff and plopped down on the couch, grabbing one of the ginger mojitos to chug half of it in one go. You know what this means, right? Sonia asked, coming over with Helen to sit beside me. Helen perched on the armrest of the couch, gripping my elbow firmly as to spare me the pity. Sonia took the spot on the floor in front of me, rubbing my thigh. I shrugged, staring down at the drink with the hope that it might swallow me up instead of the other way around. We burn his shit, Helen jeered. We need to draw out this cloudbuster bitch. Did he initiate all this? It's possible, right? Sonia surmised. Wait. Helen rose to her feet, swallowing another sip of her drink. Cloudbuster isn't the problem. This is what men do if you keep them on a loose leash. If we don't confront her, how does Em get her closure? Sonia argued. Hello, I'm here. I wanted to interject, although clearly I wasn't. I was somewhere between the muddled mint leaves and melting ice cubes in the bottom of my drink. This impromptu life coach face-off would have been more entertaining if this wasn't my life they were trying to fix. Like I said, we burn his shit. If you approach her, you're just going to look crazy. Because burning his shit wouldn't make her look crazy. I'm calling this bitch right now, Sonia said, extracting a number from the chat. I paced near Sonia while the phone rang out with no answer. That looks like a sign. Leave it. Helen commanded. Look, he's already gone this far. So why not go out and have a little fun? Prove to yourself you're not this boring gal in the sack that you think you are. I really don't know about this. I confessed as the alcohol threatened to take me on a downward spiral. Don't fucking tell me you're willing to be the victim in this relationship. You're willing to get cheated on and stand by like an oblivious sucker. No, you strike first. I want to see you make a diary of it. Helen suggested, eyes glued to her phone. Give it to him if when he comes back. You could even keep it for yourself and relive all the fun you have. Oh my God, Helen, that's a great idea. Sonia squealed, clapping her hands. I was still stunned by the fact all this was happening to me. Usually I was the one with all the answers. I was the one who landed my editorial job ahead of Helen, bagged Jude ahead of Sonia, and moved out of our shared accommodation before the pair of them. But somehow, here I was, being coached by my old uni friends, because I didn't have the answers to keep my man entertained. OK, each thing you do needs to be something new. That doesn't include missionary with the lights off, OK? There was a seriousness to Helen's tone that made me want to shrink in on myself. The idea felt wrong, but Jude's betrayal stung so badly that I found myself nodding along to the plan. Was I really considering this? Cheers to that, I said, before turning my attention to my drink and finishing it all. You're listening to All the Filthy Details. <laughs> 
As you may or may not be aware, Dai, who has been the backbone of this podcast, has been missing for months with a serious condition. Here's a quick excerpt of what she told our Patreon audience regarding that. Unsh, extra filth. Hey there, erotica connoisseurs. Happy Pride Month! It's been a while since I last spoke to you all, and I want to take a moment to explain my absence from the show. As some of you might know, I recently underwent a serious operation that kept me away from the microphone. Let me tell you, things got complicated, and on its conclusion, I was having trouble walking properly. It wasn't an easy journey, but now I'm on the road to recovery. I want to express my heartfelt gratitude to all the listeners who sent their well wishes and get well soon messages during this challenging time. Your support truly motivated me during my recovery process. Well, we want to take the pressure off Di during her recovery, which would mean less time for her on the main show and more time on Patreon. We also want to create more opportunities for erotica creators to be involved in the shows, especially in regards to helping the self-publishing community flourish. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> Hot erotica titles to look out for. A young writer, Jessica Seeks, has been chained to a desk in a mirror-walled dungeon and made to write erotica for the pleasure of a mysterious stranger. The man behind the mirror. Her book, Mirror Secret Mirror, has just been published. You can find it on Amazon, Apple, and all major ebook retailers. It's available in both print and digital formats. Get your copy now to read the next big thing in erotica before everyone else. 5x5 Five by, Five by James Hardcourt A submissive's collar is Natalie's dream, but is Brandon ready to commit? It's crunch time for our kinky couple. Their love and desire are blossoming. But can they take the big step of committing to each other as Dom and Sub? Can they even say, I love you? Not until they've agreed what their commitment means, shared their hopes and fears, and not before Brandon's dark secret has been revealed. But first, they have new kinks to explore in less than private places. And scariest of all, she has to run the gauntlet of Trixie and Tess, Brandon's best friends. Natalie's dream is about to become reality. Can it possibly live up to her expectations? Passion or Prey by Alina Nix The dark thrill of hunting his wife down, overpowering her, and slaking his lust draws Felix into a chase through the forest, fields, and derelict buildings as a storm rolls in. When he finds her, he'll have to subdue and restrain her before he can exercise the demons that threaten their relationship. He loves Kara deeply, but can he rein himself in when he finally has her bound and helpless? Far from Olympus, Erotic Myths by Christian Pan. Intense, mysterious, and sensual, Far From Olympus explores the complicated and intimate interactions between human beings, but also between men and women with centaurs, sirens, and satyrs. Each chapter in this volume, 
The Clags, The Drowned Kingdom, and Goat Rave may be read as standalone story, but together, they build a larger mosaic investigating the nature of power, sex, control, and freedom. While some of these characters are part animal, Far From Olympus underscores how human beings are often the most savage. Links to all these titles can be found in the description. You're listening to All the Filthy Details. <laughs> we love giving you erotica for free, but realistically, the ability to access our full explicit audiobook library without the chatter belongs behind a paywall. Therefore, you'll find our Patreon to be one of the most compelling offers for an insignificant amount of cash. Follow the links to see what you could be missing for a lot less than what you thought. Earlier in this episode, we introduced you to The Erotic Diary of Emily. We're going to give you some more to enjoy shortly, but first, here's some more on the newest dynamic audiobook on our Patreon. In the erotic diary of Emily, listeners are invited on a captivating journey into the enigmatic life of Emily, a woman entangled in a web of questionable friends, mysterious surroundings, and intriguing suitors. This gripping audiobook is sure to keep you on the edge of your seat with its suspenseful storyline. As the story unfolds through Emily's personal diary entries, we are drawn deeper into her world, where secrets lurk around every corner. The narrative masterfully combines elements of suspense, erotica, and mystery to create an immersive listening experience. Throughout the audiobook, listeners will find themselves captivated by the unpredictable twists and turns that challenge their assumptions about Emily's true intentions and the motives of those around her. With each chapter, the plot thickens, leaving audiences guessing until the very last moment. The erotic diary of Emily offers a unique blend of psychological tension and sensual intrigue, exploring themes of desire, betrayal, trust and manipulation. As listeners delve into Emily's intimate thoughts and encounters, they will uncover layers of complexity within her character and the world she inhabits. Whether you're a fan of thrilling mysteries or enjoy stories that push boundaries with their bold exploration of human relationships, this audiobook promises to deliver an enthralling experience. Prepare to be swept away by a tale that will keep you guessing until its exhilarating conclusion. With the premise out of the way, let's now indulge in some erotica. Don't forget to visit our Patreon page to access the complete uninterrupted audio. This is a partial story for all the filthy details. Head on over to the Patreon for the full audio. Links are in the description. I hadn't heard from Jude in days, and I resisted calling him either. Several times I flirted with the idea of sending him the screenshot I'd taken, but with my premeditated course of action, I thought it was best not to dwell on him if I was going to go through with it. He wasn't due back in New Sussex for another week, which was time I desperately needed. I didn't know how I was going to feel after seeing his face again, and just the idea of me hearing his voice at that stage was giving me anxiety. I could imagine him arguing that he was stupid, but that he'd never cheat, and that his word was all that should matter, right? After Sonia and Helen planted the idea in my mind to go out and mess around, I only simmered at the thought of him coming home. 
That was how I ended up going out with Helen for drinks, wearing the skimpy red cocktail dress she had lent me. She insisted I go bra-free and wear the tiniest black lace thong I'd ever seen in my life. I don't know why I agreed to do this. But taking Helen's lead just made sense. When we arrived at the pub, The Beehive, we ordered a couple of vodka cranberries. Despite my best efforts, I was unusually jumpy as I made my best effort to observe who was in the room. Helen grabbed my wrist and I flinched revealingly. Spill. What gives? She demanded. I unconvincingly tried to feign an interest in the men that were in the room. She stared me down further, pushing for the truth. At this point, I broke down and confessed. I texted Cloud Buster and agreed to meet her here. You idiot! I told you to leave her alone! Helen took a deep breath to take the lecture further, before being interrupted by a phone chime. You're listening to all the filthy details. Supposed to mean. <laughs> Wordlessly, I shrugged and pushed my hair off my shoulders. Anyway, this was a client on the phone. Long story short, she's desperate. She has an outfit but wanted her alterations done yesterday. I'll need to use my aunt's home studio to get it finished. Will you please come with me? It's a huge place and she has everything we could ever want to get our hands on. It was the typical Helen pitch, the type that said she wouldn't take no for an answer, that she'd all but get on her knees to get what she wanted. Just like that, I found myself flying down the country roads of New Sussex, close to midnight, while Helen prattled on about how her aunt practically lived on the road and wasn't likely to be home. By the time she moved on to painfully describing the alteration process, I wasn't really listening. Endeavouring to displace the thought of a missed opportunity with the hot stranger back at the bar, I convinced myself it was a sign. Maybe it really wasn't in my best interest to use sexcapades to get back at Jude. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> posture. Damon? Helen declared. The kiwi is back, he said, before draining the remains of his glass. He stood before turning and giving Helen a breathtaking smile. He didn't even acknowledge me standing there as he moved to replenish his drink. I pulled at the edges of my dress, suddenly feeling like a loud red fire engine. Still not even looking at me, he asked, Elena, what do we have here? Another kiwi? This is my friend. You know what those are, right? Emily, meet my cousin. Damon is a real pain in the arse when he appears. Unnervingly, he <laughs> laughed. The sound fell empty and without any real emotion. Approaching the couch, Damon sat down, spreading his legs wide. Both of you, come, sit, he commanded, but with a smile to soften it. Helen made us both drinks while I planted myself on the sofa, directly across from him. He finally looked over at me, and I could feel his eyes caressing my legs. By the time his wandering gaze reached my face, it felt as though I was on fire. Did you come from the club? Helen snorted, which seemed to be an answer on its own. No, but which club is the club? I asked. Just a little place where I like to spend most of my time. M.I.C. Ever heard of it? I shook my head no, and he smiled. Of course not. 
a woman like you has class, right? Helen pressed a whiskey tonic into my hands and sat beside me. Careful, you'll have Emily here wanting to sleep with you if you shower her with too many compliments, she said, giving me a nudge. It was supposed to be a jab at Jude's and my original story, I guessed, since that was how we met. But then he was so flirty, and I fell for him so quickly. Helen's words stung. Why was she trivialising what we had? Oh, I'd never sleep with her, Damon declared, his eyes meeting mine over the rim of the glass he was sipping from. Stunned by his brazen statement, I blinked and ground my teeth together. Is that right? I can see you sitting there, uptight, trying to will an extra couple inches on your skirt. Your outfit might scream sexy, but it's clear you're trying to be someone you're really not. Besides, I have to train the woman I sleep with first, so they know what I want. Something tells me you aren't that kind of woman. Helen rolled her eyes, then rose to her feet. I need to get started on these altercations. You two, play nice. Phone in hand, Helen left the room without waiting for an answer. What kind of training would a woman need to sleep with you? I asked and tried to convince myself it wasn't curiosity. But that was a lie. Get on your knees and I'll show you. I knew where this was going and I wasn't going to be prejudged. I wasn't going to back down. I'd never given a stranger a blowjob before and I'd often neglected doing such things with Jude. I'd never even wanted to entertain the idea of doing this properly until now. I stood up and walked a mere five steps before I lowered myself down onto my knees. Damon was sexier up close. Take my cock out. My stomach did a funny little twist at his words. With shaking fingers, I fumbled with his zipper. Even half-hard, he was thick and long, and I wasn't sure he would fit into my mouth. I didn't tell him. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> Use any teeth. Hide them behind your lips. It was like I'd open a forbidden rule book, one that would lead to either my salvation or complete damnation. It was thrilling, euphoric even, but I gave him the best I had. His hand guided my head as I bobbed on his cock, which was quickly throbbing in my mouth. Every time I managed to reach the base again, I swallowed to keep the gagging at bay. His head was thrown back and his grip was tight. I never slowed. My jaw ached, but I was powerful in that moment. Here I was, never having sucked a stranger's cock in my life, and this man was enjoying it. He raised his head to look at me, and his jaw was clenched. I'm going to finish in your mouth, and like a good girl, you're going to swallow it. Understood? All I could do was nod. He held my head in place so tightly there was no escape. At the moment, I didn't want to. I felt the first rope of hot, salty cum land on the back of my tongue, and it was quickly followed by more. I couldn't keep it all in my mouth and choked, letting it dribble down my chin and neck. Damon's eyes flared and he held me in place, hand gripping tightly at my hair. You're listening to All the Filthy Details.
<laughs> Remember to join us on Patreon to access all of our dynamic audiobooks and our exclusive podcast at an unbelievably low price. The links can be found in the description. Let's discuss the podcast further. We are eager to collaborate with more erotica writers to solidify our position as the leading podcast within the erotica community. We would like to extend an invitation to various writers to join us on the show and share details about their forthcoming projects, partnerships, and thrilling releases from the erotica community. If you're interested in providing us with a brief on your exciting projects, please reach out to us via our Twitter handle. You're listening to all the filthy details. <laughs> hey everyone, I just wanted to take a moment to say a big thank you for tuning into our podcast. We really appreciate your support. We've had some tough times dealing with internal issues after our most successful episode ever, but I want you to know that we're not giving up. We're determined to come back stronger than ever. So once again, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And hey, let's catch up on Patreon. See you there. Thanks again for listening and supporting us while we attempt to rebuild this podcast. See you on Patreon, sexies.